Dear Dad, so much has happened already. I've only been here for a short time, but I've already caught two more Pokemon. Zeely is really good at battling. <laughs> Miguel did a great job getting me to Inoki Village, and I met Professor Hemlock and Professor Spruce, the leading Pokemon professors in the region. They were really nice, but a little frazzled. A terrible thing happened. Someone broke into their lab and stole the starter Pokemon. Celie got really scared, but I didn't. Shh, but it's all gonna be okay, cause we're gonna help find them. time pearl leveled up to level two it's true so for the listeners the way that we are doing uh level ups in this game it is not uh experience based like it is for the actual pokemon leveling but for character leveling so for the actual uh human pokemon trainers it is off of total pokemon levels needed which which kind of means you as the trainer can have a maximum number of Pokemon in your party, right? So like right now, you can have three in your party at the most. So whatever three Pokemon you have out of all of the ones that you've caught have the highest levels. If those three reach a certain threshold, you level up to your next trainer level. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So since to get to level two, you needed three total Pokemon levels. You have leveled up. Oh my goodness. I'd like to thank all the wonderful Pokies, the Pokey Academy. They love me. They really love me. Thank you. It's an honor. It's an honor. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, at first level, you got to choose your uh, trainer specialization, which is sort of one type that you specialize with. And you went with swimmer for that. And you are good with water type. Makes sense with Seelie. It's just an easy, yeah, had to be. Right. And so now you get to pick your trainer path, which is sort of like uh, in D&D terms, it's like your trainer subclass. Uh, So why don't you tell us which one of those you went with? I went with Ace trainer and I lost some sleep over it folks because there are so many great options to pick from but essentially ace trainer is I get to add a plus one bonus to all my pokies for their attack and damage rolls so whenever Seelie's in an attack or damaging something another pokey oh it's a heartless world sometimes <laughs> but essentially I get to add one so I just felt like that could be really useful in battle then as I move up to level 5 I get different things level 9 and level 15 so I mean stick with me folks I'm learning and growing there's lots of cool things to come but right now that's my instant level up move I get to add plus 1 to those rolls which is really cool nice ace trainer pearl coming at you. <clears throat> big pose big anime pose big anime pose <laughs> That's how you pose over a radio. Oh, most definitely. As long as as long as you make the ding noise, it's mm-hmm. it, obviously it's we an anime all, the, pose. The, the, that, that was me flying in the air to hit the pose. Um, and then the ding was the pose. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's a lot of the listeners get it though, so we're good. No, I, I think so. I think that we're all on the same page here. Pokemon! Ding. So, Pearl. 
Yes. You and Miguel are leaving Inoki Village just as quickly as you got here. You're following the tracks of whoever stole the starter Pokemon from the lab. In the background, the two professors wave goodbye to you as Professor Hemlock reaches over and grabs Professor Spruce's hand and gives a reassuring squeeze. And they yell out after you, good luck and be safe. Uh, you make your way to the edge of town following these dirt bike tracks along the path that leads into the woods. Make a survival check with advantage because Miguel's helping you. Oh, score. Thank you, Miguel. Oh, wow. I wrote the same thing both times, which is really weird. The real question is, was it good both times? It certainly was, because it is a unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. All right. That is excellent. Okay, so you enter the Inoki Woods and you quickly leave the path in pursuit of the thieves. It seems like they knew that going straight down the path would make following them easier, so they decided to go off-road. With your unnatural 20, uh, you notice that in one set of tracks, uh, the wheel marks are a bit wider and deeper than the other set. And uh, actually, over the course of the next few hours, uh, you and Miguel are able to trek through the woods and follow the tracks uh, through all of the rougher parts of the wilderness here. Uh, You guys go well off of the beaten path, but you do stay on the trail. Miguel! Do you have, like, a dirt bike or anything? Because, man, this is taking forever on foot. I I do not. I I don't have a dirt bike or anything. I really didn't, uh... Pearl just starts pulling out, like, a paintbrush, an anvil, a little piano. I didn't pack one either! (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Okay. I was just hoping. And then she also just pulls out a cookie and eats it. Is that one of the cookies from Franklin? Yeah, I'm nice. hungry. Nice. Respect. I mean, yeah, you Miguel, guys are... you want one? I pull out a whole tray. Uh, sure, I will uh, definitely take a cookie. We've been out here for a while, and he nibbles on it as you guys continue Pearl forward. Pearl finishes the rest of the tray. All right. So as you guys are uh, making your way through the woods, uh, are you trying to avoid any wild Pokemon that are around, just following straight ahead? Yeah, we have to. We are very on task. We are in dangerous, it's a dangerous climate. We gotta be goal-oriented here, folks. Alright, so go ahead and give me that d20 roll to avoid. This is the last wild encounter you would have on the Inoki Woods Trail today. Do I add anything? It's the one that's the flat d20. 17. Okay, you are able to avoid uh, any wild Pokemon sort of coming in your path. The few that sort of come by Miguel is able to kind of shoo away as you guys continue on. Uh, You finally emerge on the northern edge of Portobello Port. You seem to be heading in the direction of the warehouses in the docks district. Is sort of where the tracks seem to be leading. Miguel, you been around here? Uh, Around the docks? I have not really been around the docks, at least as far as the warehouses. I've been to the docks back and forth, you know, to do things like meet up with your dad for lunch and stuff when he's in port. But uh, I haven't spent much time in the warehouses, no. Wait, so we went back the way we came? Basically, the road that goes straight through the Inoki Woods, like the path that goes from Portobello to Inoki Village, is pretty much a straight shot and takes you like through the center of town in Portobello Port. And so it goes by like the Pokemon Center and some of the restaurants and stuff, and it heads straight through the woods. But so the way that you all have come out, you are more on like the north western side of town more toward where the docks district and the warehouses and everything are so it seems like in them trying to give the slip to wherever it was that they were going these thieves went to a different part of town than they would have rather than had they just taken the trail but it's the same town it's the same town it's still portobello port great but it's just a different part than it would have been if they'd gone on the trail and been able to just be followed by like oh well they're the dirt bike tracks there in the middle of the road all right let's just keep following the tracks to where they end all right, make another survival check now that you are in the town. Man, I have great survivors, survival skills. 22. 
22. Uh, all those all those boat skills, your captain tying knots, and also mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're less overwhelmed by all of the trees now. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, I have a mission. I got to go after this. Okay. All right. With your 22, you follow the tracks along this uh, wet and muddy gravel road in the docks district to this warehouse. It's very beat up looking on the outside, and you do actually, uh, I'll say with your passive perception, you notice that there is some graffiti on the side that sort of matches up with what you saw over in uh, the Pokemon lab that had been vandalized and ransacked. And This is them, Miguel. It's a gang! That is definitely what it looks like, is uh, some sort of gang, yes. What does the mark look like again? It's zigzags? It's like a zigzag. It's sort of like... I bet they're electric types. Uh, make a... Mm, make a... I'm trying to think of what it would be. Just an intelligence check, okay. I guess. That's an eight. An eight? Kind of hard to tell what it's intended to be. Maybe it's a lightning bolt. Maybe it's a letter. Maybe it's something else. It's kind of hard to tell, but it definitely looks like it was just like sort of haphazard sprayed, uh, not really intending to be anything to someone who didn't know to look for it. I bet they don't even have art skills. Like, I bet they didn't even get to have an art class. We do know what they say about, you know, engagement in the arts and everything. You know, those, yeah. who, those who are engaged in the arts are less likely to get themselves into trouble. So, in yeah, I mean, yeah, that they, you know, whoever this is, I bet that the theater program was probably cut from their school. I bet that they didn't get to go to art class or music class or something. They don't know they're do re mi fa so la tease. Terrible. Terrible. This is terrible. Miguel, um, uh, so, hate to get real with you. Okay. What about law enforcement? Well, we can call the cops. I, I will admit that I feel like I'm getting in a little bit over my head. Um, in all of the excitement, I uh, suppose that I had this thrill of the chase. And uh, now that we are actually here, it's uh, a, l- a little overwhelming, not going to lie. But we got to make sure that these starter Pokemon are okay. I know. Is there, like, do you have anything to call them? Can you call them up really quick? The cops? Yeah, can you just call them and tell them our location? Sure. Can you just be an adult for a second, Miguel? I'm a (laughs) ten-year-old. Yeah, okay. I'll uh, I'll 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 see what I can do. And he pulls out his uh, device. I mean, I've got a couple cell phones. He pulls out old old razors. (laughs) You pull out a molar flops. flops. You pull out a Motorola razor, a Nokia brick phone. Yeah. (laughs) And he he dials and. Uh, yes. Um, My name's Gertrude. I'll be assisting. Okay. What's your name in your emergency? Yes, this this is uh, Miguel Sanchez from Inoki Village. Oh, from the lab. Yes. Uh, we reported the break-in a little while ago. Oh, you did report that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he he like leans the phone down. and He says, "Yeah, the the professor's called it in." Um. No, we were. Um. Right. We dispatched officers. So uh, I have. You need something else? Yes. Why? Yes. So myself and um a young Pokemon trainer, we have uh followed the uh, culprit to, uh, to a warehouse here in the docks district uh, in the docks. and we believe that this is where they are hiding out oh. yes oh, well, um, oh okay that way. don't do anything stupid okay all right D- thank you on our way. Uh, we will yes we will be here all right and he hangs up the phone so uh the cops are coming great so, so that's great uh, we let's go <laughs> and you leave yeah we keep going and you keep going where where we think the tracks end, this warehouse. Okay, cool, cool. I was like, are you like just ditching it? You're like, well, the cops have got no, it, so we're no, good. No, we're not ditching it. We're just, we're now going in knowing that if things go real bad, somebody at least knows where we are. Okay, nice. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I guess that is a bad solution. Just call the cops. Right? <laughs> in real life, 
you should just call the cops. That's why Pearl had to call, because I was like, okay, if we're really doing this podcast for kids, come on. Yeah. Call the cops and don't go in, but Pearl's going in. So. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yes. Pearl's going in a warehouse. You don't do that. <laughs> okay. So, with your passive perception, because it's what, 20? Yeah, yo. Because you took, what, the observant feet? Yeah, yo. Yes, uh, so Pearl, listeners, You know that's my, like, a, favorite feet ever, so yes. Yes, Pearl is a, a variant human uh, from the player's handbook, Dungeons & Dragons, so she got to start with a feet, and so her passive perception is ridiculously high. I don't like people sneaking up on me. Respect. But with your passive perception, as you guys are making your way, are you sneaking over there? Are you trying sure. to... Sure. Okay, go ahead and roll Dinner. stealth. Doo -doo. Little roll, small little kick. It's 14. A 14. Uh, you guys sort of keep to the shadows and everything. It's getting a little bit later into the evening now. Keep to the shadows. Okay. Under the cup of a night. Oh, is that is that your is that your ninja voice? This is my ninja voice. Oh, okay, and he like tries to do the same ninja stuff that you do, but he is much bigger and uh, has more inhibitions than a ten year old who's just doing her thing. Uh, so he's doing his best to do the sneaky ninja thing, going along with you. As you're sneaking along, you see on the backside of this warehouse there is a loading dock, sort of big garage door that opens and you see this big truck exiting it's very nondescript a big delivery looking truck and uh, it drives away and it's uh, going on the road uh, just heading to the main road and looks like it's leaving this part of town with your passive perception you see that there are two men in the front of the truck there's one who is this shorter, stout-looking guy uh, who's got this crookedy mustache, and then there's another one who's a lot taller and lankier and also has a mustache, and they are in these, like, purple and yellow outfits, and they don't seem to notice you at all, but they are uh, on their business, and they exit the warehouse. The garage door closes behind them, and they leave this place. Well, that doesn't look good. No, no, it, um, well, whatever, whatever that was, at least... There aren't as many people in there, if any, now, so that's good to know. What if there's Pokemon inside that truck? That is definitely a possibility, but at least for now we can check and see if the Pokemon that were stolen from us are in there, and we can we can go from there. Is there a license plate in this world? A license plate? <laughs> yeah. Sure, we'll say that you can jot down the license plate number. I do. Number. Thank you. <laughs> Great. It and is. And I do a little sketch really quick of the, their mustaches. The sketch is just of their mustaches? I mean, yeah, their faces are kind of there, but the stashes are the most important part. The stashes are what I take time to get right. The rest of the face, not so much. Okay. Uh, so the one, the taller, lankier one, has this mustache that is kind of a handlebar, but it's pretty thin, and it comes down on the sides and then a, has a sharp curve up. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, the shorter, stouter one, has a mustache that is just like chevron almost. It's yep. very zigzag across yep. the sides of his face. Mm -hmm. And they're in these purple and yellow outfits. Great. We keep sneaking. How are you trying to enter this warehouse? There's a, a front door. There are windows around. There's that back garage door loading area kind of thing. Well, we'll go in the back garage door area. C did it close? The, the big garage door oh, did come back down and close, yes. Never mind. That would be bad. Check out the windows, I guess, if we can. Okay, go ahead and make an investigation check. Not good. Two. Two? 
any of the windows that you can see, even though they are uh, on the ground floor uh, where you might be able to hop in if one of them was open. You can't find any that like aren't locked and all of them are intact. There aren't any just like broken windows. So if you tried to break a window, it'd probably be pretty noticeable. Uh, you don't really see a way in window wise. What about the front door? Front door? You go and jostle the handle a little bit, and it doesn't feel like the sturdiest door, uh, but it is uh, locked currently, it seems. Miguel, I have an idea. Just go with me, okay? Okay, What's what are you uh, thinking? Uh, from my back, I whip out a pizza and a cap. Ding dong! Knock, 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 knock. Just roll a d20. Thank you. 15. Okay. Okay. With a 15, here's what happens. We will say... That Franklin did, in fact, pack you something uh, pizza-resembling. Maybe it's not exactly a pizza. Maybe it's like a calzone. But there is something that, yeah, sure, this this is the kind of thing that gets delivered. And Pearl has so many things from the lost and found that why not? She's got a hat. And a pizza box. Am I pushing you with a pizza box? We'll say that it's like a calzone in a Tupperware. Come on! Pizza <laughs> box! I can find one in the trash really quick. If you want a dumpster dive, you can go ahead I and look for a pizza box. I will dumpster dive for this pizza box. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> go ahead and roll. Five. Five? There's a pizza box, but it's real gross. It looks like, like Rattatav, like, chewed on it and stuff, and it's greasy and grimy. I need it. I Okay. I'm putting, I won't put the calzone in there just as is. I'll keep it in the Tupperware, but I'll put the calzone Tupperware into the pizza box and hold it like a pizza man. Okay. <laughs> Don't destroy my creative genius. Oh my gosh. I love it. I'm just like, well, let's, let's, let's see exactly how this works out. Are you trying to rein in out. my cartoon powers? Are you saying that cartoon powers aren't written into this playbook? How dare you? You mean I don't automatically just get the anime pockets? I, you let me pull out an anvil. <laughs> Didn't use the anvil to do anything. <laughs> okay. So, with your disgusting pizza box and your calzone Tupperware and your hat that you've pulled out, you see in the window with your passive perception, a figure passes by. It's hard to see. The window's pretty grimy and uh, a little bit tinted and distorted with age. You see this humanoid-looking figure that goes by and sort of lingers for a second before going back out of sight. And after a moment, the door handle jiggles just ever so slightly, and the door cracks open. On the opposite side of the door, you see a boy who looks to be a few years older than you. He's got a pretty athletic build and a somewhat gaunt face, and his dark hair swoops up in a sort of messy pompadour, and he's got brown eyes. He's wearing a leather jacket, and he's got a black eye on his right side, and he's like... A black eye on his right side? Yeah, like the right side of his face, he's got a black eye. Whoa! He says... What are you doing here? Hi. Hi. We have an order for no, um, keep, keep your Pikachu's keep, keep your voice Pizza down. Palace. Keep your voice down. What are you doing here? I, oh, I'm here to deliver a pizza. Well, nobody ordered a pizza here. You uh, got the wrong I'm address. I'm sorry. Uh, I see a pizza order here on my receipt for a kid with black eye. Okay. Oh, look. What happened, dude? Are you okay? Look, I don't know what you're doing here, but you, you got to get out of here, okay? This is not a place that people... You gotta go. You gotta go. And he like starts to try to close the door. Quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. I put my foot in the and I jam it in the door. Give me a strength check. Not high. Oh man, strength is negative one for me. 
That's a six. A six. Uh, you you stick your foot in the door and the door shuts on like your toes and it stings. You take. Ow. You take one point of damage. Jiminy Christmas! So what oh. are you doing? You gotta get out of here. Nobody ordered a pizza. Look, this is. Will you? And he what, like looks up at Miguel. He's like, "What? What are you doing here? Both of you need to leave this place. You're I'm not afraid here. We can't do that. Boom, boom. I know about a badge. <laughs> what kind of badge do you whip out? I think it's a lost and found sheriff badge. Yes, it is a child's sheriff badge that you found in the lost and found. I whip it out real quick. Boom. Look, wait. So now you're up. Now you've got a badge. I'm sorry, sir. You're gonna have to open up. You've got a dumpster pizza box and a calzone in a Tupperware. What do you actually want? What are you here for? I'm trying to do okay, something. Okay, 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 focus. Listen to me. There have been some stolen Pokemon, and we are here to save them. Here for stolen Pokemon? Yeah. Did you do it? And I would like to roll insight on this person. Insight? Yeah. Okay. I'm rolling so badly now. No! A seven. A seven? Uh, he's really hard to get a read on, but he says, No, I didn't steal any Pokemon. Look, I'm here for, I guess, the same reason as you are, but you got to be cool if you're trying to come in here. What, were they your Pokemon that got stolen? Oh, they were friends of mine. And I could be cool, and I throw everything that I've like, whipped out of my hands, and then I put some shades on. Look at me. Ugh. Miguel, can you be cool? Miguel pipes up and he says, Okay, Pearl, uh, just, just calm down a little bit. I'm sorry, uh... Kid, we're here because Pokemon were stolen from the Pokemon Lab in Inoki Village, and that's what we're here to get. Uh, we've called the cops, and they're on their way, and the kid is like, Whoa, 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 you called the cops? Miguel, what do you mean you called the cops? Miguel, why would you tell them that? I am a sheriff cop. Uh, both of them, like, put their hands to their temples and are like, Ah, okay, okay. And uh, the kid is like, Okay, look. I'll help you try to get your Pokemon back, all right? But you gotta stay quiet. You gotta stay cool. I just got here when they opened up the garage door in the back, and I was gonna work my way up, and I'm looking for things too. But you gotta be cool, all right? I'm cool. I have my shades on. Okay, let's go then. Yes. And he lets you both inside and quietly shuts the door behind. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. Before I do any other announcements, I want to say happy birthday to Sarah. This episode's coming out on her birthday, so show her some love for all the great work she does on this podcast, and just in general, because she's the best. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, Castor and Pollux, makers of mystical jewelry and geeky novelties. Quest Co. listeners can go to castpollux.com and get 15% off of your entire order of dice, jewelry, and other fun accessories by using the code THEQUESTCO at checkout. That's T-H-E-Q-U-E-S-T-C-O, all one word and no spaces, for 15% off your entire order. If you're a fan of Quest Company Jr., you want to help us out, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us. We read all of them. And if you leave us a review, you'll get a shout out here on the show. By the way, thank you to Apple Podcast users Holly F., Tim the Cultist, and Tiny Tim the Musical Toaster, all of whom have given us reviews since we launched the podcast. Thank you and know that we truly appreciate your feedback. 
And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. You can help us to cover necessary expenses like web and media hosting and help us continue to improve the quality of the podcast. We were just able to get some equipment upgrades thanks to patron support. We're very excited to start recording with those new toys. And we're looking to upgrade our recording software as well. So know that whatever you contribute is going directly into the production of our podcasts. We're even considering making one of our next Patreon goals more frequent releases of Quest Company Junior episodes. We have multiple patron tiers available and every little bit helps. If you'd like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram at the Quest Company and on Twitter at Questco Junior. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you're enjoying the show, spread the word. Tell your friends. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCoJr, you might just get a character named after you on the show. I'm already compiling a list of names to pull from as we record more episodes, and I would love to add your name to that list. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing providing the ambient sounds. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the songs Video Game Land and Acid Lounge. Thank you to Fluid Volt for the song Brushstrokes. And thank you to Visitor for the songs Eerie Mausoleum and Ice Cave. That's all for me, so let's get back to the episode. Thanks for listening to Postcards from Pearl here on Quest Company Jr. Inside this warehouse, uh, you see it is a pretty dumpy place. Whatever it is, whatever it was used for at some point, uh, it doesn't seem like it is anymore if it was for shipping or something. It's pretty dilapidated. There are barrels and crates and things that some are turned over and some are smashed and uh, some of the tiles on the floor are busted and there are fluorescent lights that kind of flicker above. It's not a great space and you get the feeling that whoever's in here seems like they might just be squatting and this building might not actually belong to anyone anymore or if the owner is around they don't care but the place is pretty messed up and you see uh, a lot of different hallways and doors and things in front of you so how'd you get your back guy what's your name my name's luca what's your name I'm sorry I, I didn't ask pearl yeah nice to meet you and you big guy and miguel's like big guy what? miguel you are big Okay, I, I'm an adult, uh, so yeah. I guess. Yeah, uh, hi, I'm Miguel. And Luca's like, all right, cool, 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 cool. So do you know who these people are or anything? Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Give us a skinny. See, that's me being cool. Okay, look, we, we can have time for the skinny later. Let's just focus on the task at hand, okay? Uh, and so basically, you can explore this warehouse. There's a sort of main hallway that you're in right now. There are paths going uh, straight to the left and to the right. Which way would you like to go? Left. For those who listen to the Quest Company, it's always left. Yes, <laughs> to the left. All right, so... You take the corridor to the left, and you see that it sort of uh, makes its way. Uh, There are a couple of 
offshoot rooms and things, and to the left, you see that there's one that seems like it had some maybe Pokemart merchandise in it at one point, and looking around, uh, I'll just give you the, like, with your passive perception, there's a potion just on the floor that must have gotten, you know, knocked out of a box at some point and nobody's picked up, uh, but there, you can take that for certain. I don't want to steal. Okay, you can leave it on the floor. Yeah. Luca does pick up the potion, though, and puts it in his pocket. Pro writes that down in her notepad. <clears throat> Duly noted. But it seems like this is a dead end. Okay, let's go to the right. Okay, to the right, you see that the hallway goes around similar to the other way, uh, but where there might have been a door to a storage room or something else like there was on the opposite side, on this side, there is actually a locked door that looks like it can only be activated by uh, a key card is the intent. Whoa, where'd all this tech come from all of a sudden? Luca, 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 Luke? Luca. Luca? Luca. Luca. Yeah. Hey, Luca, so how'd you get here? I'm here because I got beef with these people, just like you do. What'd they do? They do a lot of bad things. What'd they do to you? That's a long story, and we can talk about it later. But for right now, let's just try to get through this place, okay? I'm going to work on this door for a little bit. I'm going to see if I can do anything to bust in here. Cool. Um, Do you want to... Do you want to check out the rest of the spot, uh, and I can try to meet up with you, or if you don't hear from me in a little bit, you, you reach a dead end or something, you can come back here? How big is this place again? Uh, I mean, it's it's fairly big. There are definitely, like, a lot of places to go in it. And from the outside, it seems like there's maybe three stories. Do you think you can open this door? Well, I can give it a shot, but I'm going to need a little bit of time and also uh, quiet. So if you go anywhere else and you end up making some noise, that might be for my benefit over here so I can get us into here. And if you run into somebody, maybe you can give them the slip and then meet me back over this way. And maybe we can get through this door. Okay, Miguel, you can stay here. Um, Stay here. No, I, no I'm uh, not going to do that. I'm coming with you. But, but Miguel. And I pull him aside. Yes, uh, what? What is it? Miguel. We don't know if Luca is telling us the truth. What if there's a bunch of Pokemon in there and he just takes them all for himself? Well, that's a risk that we're going to have to take because I'm not leaving you alone in a warehouse that... I mean, look at this place! Miguel, I'm sorry you did not get to be the pizza man and I'm sorry you did not get to be the sheriff, but you gotta trust me on this one. Roll persuasion. (laughs) So persuasive. Ten. Ten. Well, he rolled lower than you, so he says, all right, I will stay here with this Luca kid. You be careful. And if anyone shows up, if anyone gets anywhere in your line of sight, you run back to me. Do you understand? Okay. I understand. Be careful. I will. Okay. Okay. Where do you go now? There's one uh, hallway left on this floor, it seems, that you haven't explored yet. Well, I'll go down that hallway. Okay. Uh, You go down that hallway, and it ends with a staircase leading up. Up? Mm Mm-hmm. I want to go to the garage, personally. The garage? Uh, it doesn't seem like from any of these hallways that you've been through that there is any sort of access to that garage area. All right, I'll go up. Okay. You head up that staircase, and you make your way up to the second floor. Once you reach the second floor, there is a locked door on that landing. Uh, you jiggle it around a bit, and it doesn't seem to budge. But there are more stairs going up to the third floor. Third floor, here we go. You make your way up. Getting my work out. Mm, feel the burn. Pearl's getting her steps in. Yeah. Up on the third floor, you come up and you open the door and you find yourself in a large storage area. It looks like um, with what you saw of the building outside and 
what you've explored of the inside here, uh, it seems like this room takes up maybe about like half of the top floor, and there are a bunch of crates with a more refined version of this uh, zigzag logo, and you can see now that it looks like uh, an inn, actually, uh, oh, when okay. it's not just a lousy graffiti sort of spray paint thing, but it is an inn logo that's on all of these uh, boxes and crates and things. Okay. I looked through the boxes. Okay, how are you going to try to open them? Because they are uh, pretty tightly sealed. Are like they sealed with tape, or...? No, they're like like wooden crates and stuff, so you'd have to like pry them open somehow. Oh, I look for something to open them. Okay, make an investigation check. Ten. Ten? All right, it's not too hard. You uh, managed to find a crowbar uh, lying about amid some other equipment. This is a warehouse, after all. Okay. Uh, and so you do find a crowbar. Now, uh, make a strength check. That's going to be the toughie. Seven. Seven? It's pretty hard to get open and you're like it's also tall where the uh where the lid is so putting it in there exactly so like the angle is not really helping you out or doing you any favors so you at this point are not able to get the crate open okay i dropped the thing and i just wiped this sweat from my brow oh my gosh two flights of stairs i'm dying okay (laughs) what do you do now i want to just climb up on top of the boxes okay You climb up on top of the boxes, and uh, you see that it's just rows and rows and rows of these boxes in this warehouse. Can I look in through, like, the wood? Is there any peeking hole spots? Give me one more uh, investigation to inspect all of these uh, different crates and things and see if there's any way that you can peek into one of them. That was not good. Ugh. It's a two. Two. They're all pretty solidly built, and it's hard to actually see into any of them without actually opening them up. Okay. So imagine I have one, like, I'm on the top of one. Uh, If I step one below, I'm still on boxes, right? Yes. Yeah. So I step one below, and I want to push one off. Okay, and do you have a Pokemon out right now? No. Or, okay. No, everybody's uh, at home. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, go ahead and give me a, an athletics check then. Okay. Strength check, athletics check. I don't think you're proficient, so it's the same thing, pretty much. Five. Five. These boxes are big. Oh, my gosh. I'm so weak. I'm just a kid. You are are a 10-year-old who's short for your age. Oh, my gosh. And these uh, crates are bigger than you and also much, much heavier, and it's hard to even make it budge at all uh, with the way that they're stacked here. I kick one. You kick it? Yeah. Give me a constitution save. (laughs) Oh, God. Just because that's her thing, she kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an eight. An eight? Right, you take two points of damage as you just stub your toe a little bit. Oh, what you? Ah! <laughs> uh, are you going to try to do anything else with these boxes? That's really all I got here, folks. <laughs> and I go, I just look at one and I go, you won the battle this time, but I'll be back. Uh! can't box me in. I'm out of the box. <laughs> Do you leave the third floor? There's nothing else to look around here, huh? It's uh, just tons of boxes. In this room anyway, and it doesn't seem like there's access to whatever would be on the other half of this top floor on this side. So as of right now, uh, that seems like as much as you can get up here. Okay, she's just upset and she goes, yeah, who needs to? I'm out of the box. I don't need the box. I invented the box. I can make my own box. And she starts leaving. Okay. And you head back down to the first floor? I'll go back and check on them with the door. 
Okay. So you uh, head back down the two flights of stairs, and you go back, and you uh, actually find Miguel is there at the door where the keycard port was, but Luca is not, and the door is open. <gasps> Miguel! Yes. What happened? Well, he, he managed to hack the door. I, I know, he had a set of tools. He was able to get in there and disable the lock. So here, come on. Let's come go on. In. I was just waiting for you. Yes, Great. come on. And you guys uh, head through that door. Once you enter a hallway here, you can see that it looks like there's a hall that loops around the edge of the building and would go back to whatever the garage area is. But there are also stairs that lead up to the second floor. And Miguel says that that's, that's where Luca went up to the second floor. Let's go up with Luca. Okay. We can't let this kid get another black eye, Miguel. Okay, you make your way up the stairs, and you find yourself outside of what looks like the door to an office, and you hear some muffled sounds of things rustling around inside. The door is just barely cracked open, and Miguel's like, he should be in there. So you open the door, and you look inside, and uh, you see what looks like a dingy warehouse manager's office, complete with grimy wood paneling and a musty odor, an empty water cooler. Uh, There's no photos on the walls or really anything else to personalize the space, just a very utilitarian desk with a basic computer on it. Uh, but Luca is there at the desk and he's like uh, rapidly typing on the computer and he's like looking through files in the drawers and stuff and he looks up and sees you and he's like, oh, hey, and he goes back to his work. Pearl just tries to be super cool. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, hey, and just heading on. <laughs> Leans against the door. Find anything cool? He's like working on it, working on it, and he's, you know, just typing away on the computer and he's looking through the stuff in the desk and he's, uh, did, did you find anything interesting? Just lots of boxes. Also, bo- what, what kind of boxes? What was in the boxes? I don't know. Just boxes doing boxes. You know what I mean? Okay. Did they look like they belonged here? Like they were something that was part of this place? Or yeah, what? I mean, they all have the N logo on them. Okay. All right. Um, that's probably not great. They were super heavy. Yeah, they were heavy? How big were they? Um, And she makes the size with her hands. Okay. All right. That sounds like it's for shipping something or other. Okay. I mean, you know... I was the king of the boxes, but I came back down here. He, like, gives you a funny look for a second. King king of the boxes? All right. Yeah. You Uh, know, that's what people know me on the street as. The king of the boxes? Yeah, I make the box. I beat the box. I am the box. You can't come out of the box. I am the box. I'll box you in. Pow, pow! Uh, (laughs) Um, Stupid boxes. As you're muttering to yourself about boxes, he uh, pulls out some files and pockets them, and uh, he shuts the computer back off and, and closes the desk drawers. He's like, all right, I think I, I think I got what I needed here. Wait, are you um, stealing? What are you taking? Well, I'm not well, stealing. These are bad people, so I'm taking what's useful to help stop the bad people. Yeah, well, what are you taking? I'm taking files, the information about these people and what they're doing. Can I see him? Make Jeez. a persuasion check. <laughs> I'm very persuasive. That's a 17. With a 17, he's like, all right, yeah, fine. Just look through it quick. We got more places to look. We're not done yet. And he gestures to the staircase going up. I can walk and read. I'm old. All right. (laughs) All right, cool. Yeah, whatever you want to do. And he starts making his way to the staircase. follow while reading. Okay, great. Looking at the papers and everything that he has, uh, he didn't hand over the jump drive that he uh, pocketed, but there are just some files and info. A lot of it seems like it's been like blacked out and crossed out and things like that to be intentionally obscured. But basically, it looks like a lot of information about this organization that is currently holed up in this place. Team Nasty. And it's about who they're working with. And um, it's sort of basic information about where a couple of their other hideouts are besides in Portobello Port. Okay, I want to note where the other ones are. 
All right, you are able to uh, take a look through these, and the two that it seems like there's information about, uh, you're not sure if there are any others, or if that's just what is the information that's in this one, and uh, who knows what else there might be that's not redacted, uh, but there is a hideout in Criminy City, and one in Agaricus City. Great. And those are the other two that seem to be mentioned there. The only other thing of note that you see is that it appears as though they have some sort of business working relationship with someone called Il Drago. Il Drago. Wow, these people are evil, Miguel. Miguel is like reading the documents over your shoulder and he's like, uh, yes, uh, they definitely seem that way. Uh, I'm getting more and more uncomfortable the longer that we spend in this place. Glad you called the cops. Yes, I am. Yeah, and as you guys continue on, you head up to the third floor. Wait, I've already been to the third floor, she says to Luca. No, this is the other part of the third floor. This is the opposite side of the building. Okay. Hey, Luca, how old are you? I'm 14. Oh, wow. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just hard to believe I'm supposed to grow that much in four years. Like, how tall are you? Tall enough. <sighs> I'm tall for my age. Yeah, I'm short for my age, so that's a lot of work for me. That makes sense. That I'm makes kind sense. of exhausted thinking about it. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> you guys make your way up to the opposite side of the third floor. At the top of the stairs, you see that there is a hallway, and at the end, there is a door with a sickly green glow coming from the Ooh, other side. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we're here now, so, uh... You guys don't have to, you know, come with. I can, I can go in there. Luca, I mean, there are innocent pokey being tortured. Okay. I assume. Okay. Yeah. You, you do whatever you want. I'm just saying that you don't, you don't have to go any farther if you don't want to. I just gotta, I just gotta go do this. Yeah. Did they punch you? What's your deal with Team Nasty? I have a complicated relationship with Team Nasty. Man, I'm gonna get complicated when I'm 14 too. Ah. You're gonna get a lot. You're gonna get a lot of angst. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of teen angst, he says, and he kind of chuckles to himself a little bit. But are you stealthily approaching the room? Are you looking for something to hide behind, so did you say? So there's a door closed, and is there anything to hide behind? It doesn't seem like there's anything to hide behind, like, in this hallway. It's a pretty short hallway. It's sort of just, like, a little bit of space between, you know, rather than having stairs that go directly into, like, an office or storage space or something. It's sort of, there are a couple of other abandoned-looking, you know, rooms that seem like they might have been more storage at some point or maybe an office or something, but there's nothing in them now as you take a quick glance. Uh, but it's just the room at the end of the hallway. All right, let's go in. Okay. Are you sneaking? Are yeah, you just busting sure. in? All right, go ahead and roll stealth. Uh, 20, unnatural. Unnatural 20? Dang, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you and Luca both become the shadows. Uh, Miguel is a little bit further behind, and yeah, he's not able to... Again, he's he's not quite as uh, ninja-ready as you are, but you and Luca both sneak further ahead and uh, keep to the shadows and are able to very, very quietly make your way up to the door. Do you open it? Yeah. All right. You open the door to the room with the sickly green glow coming from inside of it. As you look in, there's a piece of machinery that looks totally alien to you. The metal's curved and sinister looking, and it contains a pedestal with three strange looking balls in the middle. There's an undiscernible tangle of tubes with strange fluorescent liquids and dark smoky gases flowing through them. 
A screen in the middle of this machine shows a percentage bar, and as you and Luca enter the space very secretly, very quietly, keeping in the shadows, you see that the bar clicks over from 99 to 100%. <gasps> no! There are two figures in the room. No! One of them is a short, round fellow with an oversized handlebar mustache, and he sits back in an office chair. And there's a towering, muscular human who looks like what would happen if you made a cinder block a person leaning against the wall. They both are wearing black and dark purple uniforms and have hats with a yellow zigzag N on them. And the big one has ripped the sleeves off of his shirt. They haven't noticed you. But this machine looms and hums and you hear the sounds of the gases and the liquids bubbling and whooshing through the device. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Dang nasty! <laughs> <laughs>